Hello, I'm Alfred, he's Adam, and this is the Rattle On Podcast. That's all that really matters. Yeah, yeah. Now we have to do is get used to... We. This is going to be weird. We're never going to have to intro a podcast again. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's really just finding a kind of natural way of bringing the, the conversation yeah. in so you can just kind of fade us in. Yeah, yeah, we can do. That's probably what I'll do now, to be honest. Because we well, if we're going to start, we'll do it now. Uh, Give us that more casual kind of feel with everything. Um, well, where we discuss how we're going to fade in the podcast yeah, exactly. whilst the podcast fades in. Yeah, it's meta. <laughs> Honestly. Uh, uh, go no. from professional sounding to crap amateur back to normal. <laughs> We've never been professional sounding. No, but the, the cool new intro will sound relatively cool. <laughs> I hope so. Do I have to make new music for it? No, you can just... Use the stuff we have. It's, I will. It's fine. All right. I will. Yeah. I know exactly what I'm going to do with it. Um, See, just what we do. Use it as a bed or something, or fade it in at the end or something. I don't know. Do, do what you like. I'll, I'll figure it out. See, this yeah. is fun because actually, what we're doing now is we're doing the podcast. Yes. This, this is weird. There's because no, we've already said one of us has already said hello at the top, so it's a bit. What What do we do, Adam? I don't understand. We get. To our, it, you know what it is? It's time for a question. <laughs> is it time? A, a, See, a listener I question. I don't think you can do that. I don't think we can make it all this sexy segmented set of stuff with a funky intro and outro, pre-recorded, proper, nice, professional, styley, and then just go, all right then, question. I feel like that's not very natural. I thought we were going for that natural kind of slipping into a conversation kind of vibe. Honestly, man, make up your mind. Have one or have the other. Well, this is the conversation. <laughs> yeah, I know. Kai, Kai asked us this week. The question oh. comes from Kai. He, he wants to know what the game... What game coming out this year are we most looking forward to? Which I think we've already answered earlier. Well, we, we might everyone, have answered everyone should know yours, so clearly Kai doesn't listen. <laughs> Evidently, yeah. <laughs> Does he even listen to you in real life? <laughs> I don't think so. We spent we we spent I think about ten hours this week just sat in my living room watching episodes of uh, Kitchen Nightmares and Hotel Hell. <laughs> we watch we we do it we do it the weirdest way possible. We watch classic British Kitchen Nightmares where we get straight up no bullshit Gordon Ramsay just being straight down to the money. And none of that bullshit, Americanized, dramatic, fake, false tension, music-laden shit that is the US kitchen nightmares. And then we'll watch Hotel Hell because we kind of like watching him ripping. Just he every episode of Hotel Hell, he goes into a place and he just like rips the walls down. He'll go up to <laughs> he'll go up to like he'll just fuck their shit up and, it, and then he leaves. He'll go into a room and he'll be like, oh, this wallpaper's peeling, and he'll peel the wallpaper off, throw it on the floor, and be like, oh. What a shithole. And then he'll just leave. <laughs> it's quality. I love Gordon Ramsay. But, uh, yeah, I, I uh, do like the no-nonsense no approach. <laughs> I do, I'm a big fan of, of the Ramo, as I've started calling him. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, he wants to know what the game is. Yeah, I know, yeah, Spider-Man. I don't know if I'm as excited for Spider-Man as I have been. I don't know, maybe I'm just, oh. not, maybe I'm just not in the mood this week. <laughs> Yeah, well, the hype tends to come in waves. Yeah, it, I'm just... It, you kind of, you'll die off it a little bit, and it'll just bubble away, and then you'll see a, a trailer or a poster, or, or you'll just sit and think, you know what I'm in the mood for? A good Spider-Man game, and then the hype will climb back up again. Yeah, well, I'm, think, I'm yeah. thinking my thing is, is because it's Insomniac have been quite quiet since E3, and since just after E3 when they said when it was coming out. Yeah. Uh, last year, obviously. Uh and it's just sort of been like there hasn't there hasn't been a lot going on with that funky new story trailer, which is fantastic. 
uh, which does, you know, I, I check in on that every now and then. I go, yeah, still good. But uh, <laughs> my eyes and my memory have not deceived I'm, me this I'm a, time. I'm thinking it's probably going to be, it's, if it's not a summer release, it was probably going to be a winter release this year. And so if it's, assuming it's a winter release, we're probably not going to see or hear anything from it until E3 in June. Yeah. And I imagine we'll probably get a beastly, proper, huge gameplay demo and a new trailer. And yeah. they'll be like, it's our holiday 2018 and we'll all go cool and then yeah, I'll have yeah. to wait until Christmas and that <laughs> is just that's unacceptable to be honest um, yeah. I imagine it'll be kind of almost centre stage for Sony's I, conference I hope so yeah because we've got what have we got we've got God of War comes out this month next month soon yeah. uh, Far Very Cry soon, 5 yeah. is out this month out in a couple of weeks yeah um, I don't know if I'm bothered about it I, I'm uh, not, to be no. honest. Uh, for Far Cry, I'm not bothered about Far Cry. God of no. War looks good. I'm interested. Yeah, in it. I'm looking I'm forward up, to it. I'm up for God of War. Yeah, I was never it's... that big on the original series. We talked about this a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, but I'm up no. for the new one. The the new one seems right up my street, mm. so I'll be picking that up when it comes out. What else have we got coming out soon? Um, I keep forgetting. To be honest, I need to. You I know don't what? know. I'm excited about Red Dead Redemption, but I'm not. At the same time, I keep like I know it's coming, and every now and then I go, "Am I excited for that?" And I go, "I think I think I'm not excited for it just on the basis that I know I'm going to get it." In fact, yeah. there's, in there's an fact, era of in- inevitability about it, isn't there? If I go onto my Amazon right now, um, hang on, this this I thought I I I think it was October just gone, um. God, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Uh, let's go here. I pre-ordered Red Dead Redemption 2 on the 19th of October 2016. <laughs> and it will and it will be arriving on the 26th of October this year. Um, Ooh, excellent. Which is just insane. Uh, and I pre-ordered Spider-Man on the 18th of June 2016 although chances are I'm probably going to get that digitally as soon as it goes on sale on the PlayStation store and if there's a unless they unless they go hey there's this really cool collector's edition with a statue and I'll be like give me it yeah Uh, that makes sense because I have no self-control, um, <laughs> as uh, you well know. <laughs> yes, indeed. I have been your self-control <laughs> for the most part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where were you when I bought that TV? God. <laughs> no. To be fair, I use the TV. Hundreds of miles away. <laughs> I use the TV a lot. It's well worth purchase, to be honest. Yeah, like, it's just good it's investment. Just, a it's a good investment. Yeah. Bad, bad time when I bought it. As it ended, as it's turned out to be, but that's fine. That's a subject matter for another time, off air probably. <laughs> uh, what's your most anticipated game for this year? Oh. Let's see, Alfred. Can you guess? Um, Age of Empires. <laughs> no. Total War. Nope. Spider Man. Nope. No. No, we'll be giving up on guessing then. No, I'm thinking. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Dynasty Warriors, not, no, it's already out. Yeah, that's already out. And... Dragon Book, no, that's already out. <laughs> um, uh, the recently rumoured World War Two based battlefield. Nope, that's not um, out either. A Star Wars game we've forgotten about that's coming out this year. No, you're, you're getting further away. Uh, <laughs> that Harry Potter game that's coming out on mobile in the next month. I'm excited about that. I changed my answer. I'm excited about that. No, I'm not. Spider-Man, Spider-Man for sure. Um, yeah. Now I've got to get this. I know you've told me it, and I feel awful for the fact that I've forgotten. Um, Sorry, we haven't mentioned it in quite a while, to be fair. Have we not? No. Uh, Gwent. Nope. Cyberpunk 2099, 2077, whatever the fuck the title is for that. No. Uh, I don't even... Detroit, not... Becoming Human. Nope. Uh, <laughs> d- um, I think you're just listing all the name, all the games I've ever mentioned. <laughs> Look, 
One of them's going to be right. <laughs> no, I can get this. I can get this. Christ. Is there a Bethesda thing I'm forgetting about? No, you don't like Bethesda. No. Um, <laughs> uh, Controversy. Oh, I have to figure this out. Was that a hint? Um, nope. Or, uh, <laughs> um, oh. Fuck me. Why <laughs> can't I remember what... I can figure this out. <laughs> I can do it. I believe. Is it a weird point-and-click adventure game? <laughs> no. Is it... Is it a story-driven action RPG? No. Is it a shooter? Nope. Action-adventure? No. No? No. Puzzle. No. <laughs> VR title. Well, it's coming out on VR. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, fuck. That doesn't help. I don't know anything about VR. <laughs> uh, uh, when's it coming out? Give me a time window. This year. <laughs> fuck I you. <laughs> you know what I mean. I don't, I don't actually think it has a defined window yet. Shit on me. Um, oh, give me a hint. Who's publishing it? Bandai Namco. It's Street Fighter. No. <laughs> Is it... I oh, thought they publish a lot of stuff. That doesn't narrow it down. Yeah, they, su- they publish a surprising amount of stuff when you think they're not considered one of the big publishers. Pac-Man. <laughs> no. Uh, Tekken? Nope. Is it a fighter? Nino <laughs> Cooney. Nope. Dark Souls remaster. <laughs> no. Um Fuck. What's what's out this year? Tell me. Tell me, <laughs> internet. <laughs> Naruto Ultimate Ninja Storm trilogy. Announced for the Nintendo you don't have a Nintendo nope. Switch. Nope, uh, I do not. <laughs> uh, um uh, uh, this is filled a lot more time than I was expecting. <laughs> oh, uh, this is good. Uh, well, that's uh, a good hint. Stick, stick with ah. Uh, ah? Uh, ah? Uh, I've got nothing. It begins with an A. <laughs> Assassin- the letter A. Not Assassin's Creed. They haven't got one new one out this year, and it's not published by Namco. <laughs> um... <laughs> Oh dear. Hang on. I've got to figure this out. <laughs> I have to. I have to. Uh, Soul Calibur 6? That doesn't start with an E. <laughs> it doesn't, does it? Are you sure it's published by Bandai? Yeah. Are you positive? Yeah. Are you sure? Because they ain't got anything coming out this year with an A. I'm, I've Googled it. Project Cars 2. No, that's already out. <laughs> that came out last year. Um, it begins with an A. What's coming out this year? <laughs> begins with an A. Oh, dear God. Oh, Christ, alive. <laughs> <laughs> what? Wow, <laughs> I can't figure it out. They, they, uh, you're full of shit. They ain't got anything coming out this year after Dark Souls. <laughs> well, it's slated for this year, 2018. Ace Combat 7. Yes, there we go. Fuck me. I didn't even Google that. I just rem- it just blinked into my head. It was like a tiny voice that said he likes planes. <laughs> Oh, that's, that is taking far too long. <laughs> How long was that? Oh, we've been going for 20 minutes. <laughs> that, that, that's about, well, about 10 minutes, so that's the podcast, and you filled eight of those with going, oh, I can't think, Fuck and naming me. every I've game we've ever spoken about. <laughs> oh, I've gone lightheaded, I'm saying spots. I can't believe that you didn't just, when I told you it was Bandai in the letter A. <laughs> 
Oh dear. Because I wanted to be fair. I wasn't just going to just just cheating. I was on their website having a look at their release calendar. It hasn't got a date as of yet. Yeah, it's just 2018. It's not on the calendar. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a bit of a flaw, isn't it? <laughs> so then go fuck themselves. <laughs> but yes, that's the game I'm most looking forward to. Oh, the hype. <laughs> if I forget that, if that comes up again and I don't have the answer, just <laughs> kill me. <laughs> Oh we had a fucking 35 minute talk about why you're so excited about it I'm a terrible <laughs> friend Adam I'd, you should get rid of me mate put me in the bin <laughs> Christ no no I just make you edit these instead oh, yeah <laughs> your punishment <laughs> oh dear what anyway, you been sh- doing? shall we move on <laughs> yeah what's been going on oh. what we've been doing well, the big news on the rugby front. Oh, fucking hell. This is a fucking <laughs> pop culture games podcast. We bring in yeah. athletics into well, it. Well, Are you just trying to embarrass sport. me more because I don't know anything? <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, you, you talk uh, what, about what rugby and I'm yeah. going to eat, I'm going to take my chocolate and dip it in this jar of peanut butter. That's oh, sorry, I wasn't going to talk about it for long. It's just what we've been up to while I was watching the Six Nations. Scotland beat England for the first time in a decade. <laughs> Woohoo! It was a brilliant game. I enjoyed it. Don't know how I feel about that. I enjoyed it immensely, as you can imagine. <laughs> I wasn't aware it was going on. Ah, well, you're not really that into it anyway. But I'm a, I'm a You'd fan think of... I'd have seen an advert, though. Yeah, you, I would have assumed so. It's if you, it's one of those any on the 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 game weekends and that. If you go onto like the BBC Sport website, it's plastered everywhere. Mm. Because it's the Six Nations, it's always a big deal every year when it comes about. Yeah, you know, I, I do enjoy it. Mm. I'm a fan of my rugby union. Oh, that's good. Yeah, and the, that made it all the better. Because <laughs> it was a very good game as well, and the fact that we managed to win was quite an impressive feat. Um, so yeah, that that was the first thing I was doing. So the second thing I've been doing is playing a game, Alfred. Go on. We're back to being on topic for the podcast, <laughs> uh, which is from a franchise I'm sure everyone's sick of hearing about at this point, Sword Art Online. They can't be as sick of hearing us talk about that than as me talking about Doctor Who. Yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> yeah, Sword Art Online Fatal Bullet, which is a action RPG game. It's How does good. it play? It plays very well. But I no, do, but I mean, I do have some kind of controlling it. Because obviously, fatal bullet, the guns are implied. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, it's does it play a bit like a shooter RPG? Yeah, it's or? It's, it's a third person kind of first person. No, no, first person. Oh fuck! <clears throat> slap, slap. <laughs> this third person shooter. Uh, but there is uh, some swords and stuff in it as well. Photon source. It's got lightsabers. That's basically what they are. Well, which has been my weapon of choice, which is great. Who have uh, you been playing it on? PS4. My God. Yeah. You no. turned it on for the first time in two months. No, no. That, see, that lies to you because I'm usually appearing offline. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so I've been on it plenty. It just doesn't seem like it. Um. You know, so I don't get interrupted when I want to play a game. Not that I'm popular. That's that makes me sound <laughs> makes me sound more popular than I am. No, but it's uh, so Fatal Bullet. It's RPG, third person. It's mostly designed around uh, shooting mechanics and the various guns and stuff. But there is swords, and you get crazy skills and stuff to use. But what I did find is can. Confusing slightly for me is it's developed by uh, Dimps, which is the same people yeah. who made uh, Dragon Ball Xenoverse 1 mm. and 2. Uh, in those games, the combat and everything in those games is very, very fluid. Um, you know, so moving, chaining sequences together of different mm. attacks and stuff like that is all very slick and very, you know, neat. Yeah, pretty easy to do and that's kind of part of the joy of those games is 
replicating how it feels watching the anime of Dragon Ball and actually presenting that on the screen and being able to kind of do it yourself. So it was a bit jarring for me going from that thinking, oh, this is made by the same people to a game that's not as fluid. Interesting. So the the way the the skills and stuff work and the the switching between weapons and stuff. So I'd have my sword and I would have, you know, an assault rifle thing. Yeah. So you'd run about, I'd be shooting people and stuff, shooting the enemies, get up close to them, try and switch to a sword and then use a sword skill on them. Yeah. You know, lots of extra damage because of the, the skills and everything and it being, you know, putting my points into my melee attacks and everything else. You know, but I was always running up against the fact that it's not as fluid. So I was trying to, I was always a step ahead of where the game would be at Mm. first. So I was trying to do things. I just couldn't get them to go smoothly because I was trying to do it quicker than the game system would allow. Mm. So like I was trying to do, you know, like my slashing sword skill, but I hadn't actually switched to my sword. (laughs) Ah, (laughs) And you do do your fucking tactical role or whatever. (laughs) Sounds a bit janky. No, but that's the thing. The actual... Everything in it works fine. Mm, it's okay. just you've, you've got to... You've got to just give it that little bit of time in between each move, if you know what I mean, to let yeah. it actually do it. It's just it's just not quite as fast and slick as the way I'm used to playing, you know, Xenoverse 2, mm. which is the whole point of that, is to chain everything together as quickly yeah, as possible. Yeah. Uh, okay. So it is... It's not that the game is not well built or anything or well made because it's absolutely excellent. I didn't run into any bugs or anything like that. That's purely a system level. Yeah, it's just a little bit slower than I was trying to go. <laughs> so it took it took me a while to adjust to that. But once I finally did adjust back to it, I was finding it a lot easier to try and change stuff together. You know, learning to combine it with actually using the step function to step away from people so that they don't shoot me so easily and things like that. Yeah. Just getting to grips with it. It took me a while. It took me too long, to be fair. <laughs> but I, I got there in the end. I've actually finished the run-through of it. You know, it's a good 20 hours or something I've spent oh, doing hell. And I did that, you know, there's plenty of scope in it for actually, you know, grinding up the levels and stuff to make it a bit easier whereas I just I got so far in it and decided I wanted to just push through the story missions yeah uh, so I just turned the difficulty down a bit and just kind of kept bashing my way through it even though I was like 20 levels too low <laughs> <laughs> yeah so I, I, which is obviously not the way you're meant to do it you're meant to you know spend the time grinding and doing this the extra side stuff and everything else yeah and leveling up properly uh, which I didn't do a lot of but the other interesting thing that it did was is there's, you know, the way SEO is, it's, you know, it's pretending to be a VR MMO game that you, you're you in. Yeah. In part of one of the missions, it comes up to a thing and then it actually logs you out of GGO, which is the game world that you're in in Fatal Bullet. And <laughs> it actually logs you out of the game. Fucking hell. <laughs> I actually punch you back to the main menu. Because <laughs> I'm sitting going, oh, that's what quite the funny. fuck? <laughs> I quite like uh, that. Yeah, I liked it as well, but it was just that I was so stunned. You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> what has it done? <laughs> I think... Yeah, but that, that, that was quite interesting because it caught me a wee bit by surprise. Games don't usually do that. Mm. Usually, just loads you into the next thing, and then they'll go, "Oh, what happened? Everyone got logged out, or whatever it was." Yeah, yeah. But that actually booted me out to the main menu. I was like, "Fuck!" <laughs> Did I do something? What? What happened? Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably I'd... get really fucked off if that happened, though. <laughs> I like, I like the idea, but no. Yeah, no, it no, only took two minutes it. to get back in. It only does it the once. Do oh, that's I mean? alright then. Yeah, yeah, it's not. It's not like it's a a regular thing. It's just a certain point in the story. It did that, you know, as part of one of the the missions and conversations that happen, and everyone gets logged out. And you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, it was a good laugh, but I enjoy the game. Whatever, and it's got new game plus in it to go through. So I'll probably be fanning about with that for a while, just yeah. keeping myself busy. 
because it's a, it's a good laugh. I do enjoy it. That's all right. As the story, yeah. does it does it follow the the manga or the anime? Or? It's a completely Separate. different oh, thing. There, there's pre there's previous games, so it's yeah. basically like an alternate timeline, uh, weird yeah. weird I, version. That, so there's stuff from previous games that have affected how the world's turned out up to this point. Yeah, I haven't played those, so I was sitting wondering. You know, there's a, a character that turns up who should be dead, <laughs> or Damn. that they have, or that they haven't met yet. You know, in the timeline of the actual anime in the books, yeah, uh, is how I understand it. So everything's out in that sense. So you don't need to be familiar with it. Okay, uh, to that extent, although yeah, it, it helps being familiar with people because there's a lot of characters, obviously. Mm. So it's all names and stuff that you need to remember. Yeah. yeah. Cause, it, uh, does, it does help if you know them to that extent because the, the characters themselves aren't really that different. It's just the, the chain of events that yeah. have led up to that point have changed. So people have met in different circumstances a little bit and you know people are f- friends earlier than they should be and things. But apart from that, it's fine. But the actual story itself and everything else is really good. Again, it plays well, a completely different thing. It delves a bit into uh, uh, AI and you know like properly advanced AI with personalities and stuff like that yeah it delves a wee bit into all of that kind of stuff you know which is one of the things that the series is good at delving into these kind of crazy aspects of things and the AI being slightly different in this one because mm. it's a wee bit more of the focus but it's good to enjoy it that's cool like, man like that's all good. the characters the only thing that you know disappoints me is that the yeah, the dub isn't in English, it's in Japanese. Well, obviously, oh. all the, the writing and everything's in English. Fuck, nah, uh, nah, I'm, nah, nah, <laughs> nah. I know, nah. It, puts, it puts a lot of people off. I'm out. Yeah. I'm out. Sorry. It, it doesn't affect it that much, but it is. Look, no, it's, I'm not doing it's, it. <laughs> it's better <sighs> when it's obviously in English. Yeah. I tell you what I've always, I always like doing is uh, it's with <clears> Assassin's Creed. I did it mainly with Unity. Is I'd put I put Unity in French audio but with English subtitles, mm. and because uh, obviously it's a game that's set in France. Yeah, I did I did it with the with the uh, Assassin's Creed Two and, and Brotherhood as well. I played bits of that with Italian audio and English subtitles. Just get the immersione, eh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> had to completely fuck up saying a word uh, <laughs> and pretend yeah. that it's Italian like a racist hey. <laughs> somebody touch my spaghetti but uh, <laughs> oh, uh, but it, to be fair all of the, the Japanese voice acting and stuff and it's actually pretty good it doesn't, oh, yeah, but it doesn't stick out and you don't speak Japanese Adam it's yeah. surely it's a bit problematic well, obviously, ever all the subtitles and everything are in English. No, it is English translated uh, in that sense. But I challenge just... you to play it without subtitles. That <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. be, be very difficult. It'd be very confusing. <laughs> I think the, the default when I when I lo- mm. booted up uh, Final Fantasy Fifteen, I think the the default options on that were Japanese audio with English subtitles, and I was just like, get out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, how dare you! But uh, I really need to go back to that. I haven't played it since I've what? talked to you about it when I said, oh, I played a bit of it, but I haven't had really yeah. was that, like, four weeks Eight. ago or something? So long ago. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's what I've been doing. I've been fanning about with that and enjoying the the rugby when it's been on. So what have you been up to, Alfred? Bloody rugby. Well, I already <laughs> mentioned uh, the Kitchen Nightmares Hotel Hell Marathons that me and Kai have been having. Because we're in our 20s and we know what we're doing with our lives. Yeah. Um, Hashtag student life. <laughs> <laughs> He's not even a student. <laughs> Just replicating fucking old people's lives. <laughs> yeah. But uh, no, I've been playing another RPG that recently came out. I've been playing Kingdom Come Deliverance. Uh, literally over the past this past week, I picked it up. Um, yeah, I noticed you were on it just before we started recording. Yeah, I kind of 
Thanks to Discord telling me. <laughs> Shout out. Um, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's an interesting game. It's it's a game that a lot of people really really enjoy, which is cool. Um, and it's a game that's come under a bit of controversy because the CEO of the the uh, developer is apparently a bit of a bad bloke. Um, yeah, a bit of an outspoken twat from what I've heard. Yeah, he's a bad bloke. Yeah. But, uh, you know, but it's, it's that thing where it's sort of like... But, but do, the game's I, cool, man. Yeah, I, I'm a bit torn on it. Um, I think a lot of people are because it's... Well, explain the premise because that's... Uh, of the why, game? What, yeah, that's why it's, everyone's quite interested in it because I'm it's sure, quite a good premise for it. I read to you the uh, description of this game as is presented on the Steam homepage. Uh, Kingdom Come Deliverance is a story-driven open-world RPG that immerses you in an epic adventure in the Holy Roman Empire. Avenge your parents' death as you battle invading forces, go on game-changing quests, and make influential choices. It's an interesting little uh, little thing. So, basically you play this guy, plays this dude, Henry, you're the son of a blacksmith who yeah. is it's it's very clearly set up early on that like he's a he's a blacksmith in a small town now but he used to be a bad motherfucker like you you know as as his son you don't you don't know about your dad's past but you see yeah. your dad so he's down. obviously ran away to a small town to live yeah. a quiet life quiet life he's not interested yeah. in all that um yeah. it's it's set in bohemia during the 1400s and it's set for the like really, really for the first time I've found with a with a game, uh, you know, a, a kind of a medieval RPG. It is set in real history, in real yeah. locations, and the war that is going on actually happened. And it's it's just kind of it's it's funny because I sit here saying that, and all I'm thinking is I've been playing like Call of Duty World War Two. That's a game that is based around. World War Two and what about Battlefield One and World War One and but they're not uh, RPGs though. No, but they are not yeah. open world action RPGs, yeah. and I call it an action RPG very loosely, and I've probably upset people by calling it an action RPG. Um, yeah, because the the whole kind of design kind of preference toward it is to make it very real, very it's, realistic. It is, and it's kind of it's a little bit hit and miss with that, and a lot of people are really liking it. I know there's been a lot of there's been a bit of a hoo ha because people have been getting fucked off because um there's there's people who are kind of they're happy that the game is uh as complex and kind of tricky to get on with as it is because it's to quote keeping the scrubs out uh, despite the <laughs> fact it's a single player game so why the fuck should you care um but yeah it's it's you put yes sorry i've explained the premise a bit so but dude Henry, son of the blacksmith, um you you end up getting thrust into this raging civil war uh that I'm not massively familiar with. Bloody King Wenceslas and all these kings and emperors and all this shit. You know, it's all history, but it's just like just not got, a bit you're familiar with particularly. No, no. Yeah. My mum would know so fucking much about this. My mum's a massive history buff. Um and I, I kind of, I really need to pay a bit more attention to it because I think th- there's a very, very clear attention to detail within the the historical accuracy of it and all the politics and everything that's going on. Yeah. So that's really interesting. I know that the the the, the team behind it, um, what are they called, Warhorse Studios, uh, that like they consulted with like these the the creme de la creme of historians regarding like the Roman Empire and the Holy Roman Empire, excuse me, and like Bohemia and, you know, before it was Czech Republic and, you know, so it's like, they've got, they've got the credentials for it and it shows. It's a really big attention to detail and like the complexities of the gameplay, the fighting mechanics are very tricky to wrap your head around. Like, I'm struggling with it. Uh, I, it, 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 it's so unfriendly it hurts and part (laughs) of me thinks fuck this is annoying but another part of me thinks no it makes total fucking sense because you're playing this character 
you know, it's, you're not getting to make your own character. You're you're just taking the reins of this character as he exists yeah. in the world. You're role playing so, as Henry, exactly. the son of a and blacksmith. <laughs> every decision you make is the decision that Henry makes, yeah. and it affects the world and the people, and you know, it all all comes around a bit. Um, everyone's been really, yeah. You know, it's been a few. The game's been out for a few weeks. I picked it up this week because I wanted to see what people were saying, and uh, a big part of it was I want to see where the port was good. Because it is very much, I think it's very much a PC game first, um, yeah. And it's it's been ported over to the PlayStation, the Xbox, and I was thinking about picking it up on the, the PS4 for a bit, uh, and I want to see how that was. And then I've seen that the the console port is very rough, um, so I picked it up on PC. Uh, and also, as it turns out, there's really there's pretty good modding support for it, which I'll get into in a bit, because um, I have been playing about with a few mods. Uh, but uh, it, it 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 like it the gameplay kind of it makes total sense. Like you pick up a bow and arrow. Henry's never done archery before, so you're not good at it when you do it. You have to keep practicing to get good. Yeah. Um, and it's and that is the same for everything you do in the game. You earn it. It's just like how it was in. Um, oh, I was gonna make a reference to a Bethesda game but that's pointless for you but uh <laughs> well you can do it for the listeners benefit yeah fuck them but <laughs> <laughs> but we love you listeners but um <laughs> yeah it, it, it's you you get you you level up those skills as you use those skills yeah um which makes which sense is, yeah it makes sense it's cool it's functional in this um and it just it's 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 quite enjoyable it's but yeah the combat is really it's both incredibly simple to get to grips with it like the concept behind it you're like oh yeah of course but then actually in practice it's rough um and i don't think any game where you're particularly first person and swinging a sword about has ever really got sword combat down properly um it, it, yeah it's tricky uh and uh i've I've been a bit sneaky. I've got a couple of mods installed. Um, one of them tweaks the the UI a little bit, uh, makes it a little bit more presentable, a bit friendlier to look at. Not that the game's base UI is bad. It's just it looks very two thousand seven. Um, yeah, well, it's quite a small studio, isn't it? Yeah, it's and just look, it's kind of B B tier THQ kind of era. Yeah, that, that kind of level. It's up there though. It's a good game. It's solid. Yeah. Um, but everyone's kind of really excited about it. And it's like, I think everyone's. It's a similar thing. The problem we had with Black Panther the other week, where I feel like people are confusing one element of it for the quality. Um, yeah. So it's kind of like people are really excited about the 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 combat and the realism based in like the armor structure. Like you don't just put on a bit of armor. You have to, you know, you layer it up. So you put on, uh, like, a shirt and then chainmail and then armor. And then you have to put, you know, you don't have to, but you equip that in your inventory. Um, so, you know, you end up with sort of, like, six layers on of this, you know, of your armor and everything. And kind yeah. of keeping clean and washing and watching what you eat. You have to eat. You have to sleep. Uh, you have to rest. You have to drink water. You know, it's these kind of, they're not really survival mechanisms but they are in you know in a sense it's like it, it, they're, they're not implemented in a way like they would be in a survival game but right, they so do exist yeah. yeah yeah a little bit it's, it's, it, is, it is important because if you don't eat then you lose energy and you don't have as much stamina um, and if, if you if you pick up a, a bit of bread you better eat it quickly because oh, you know it's not going to last that long it's bread like food goes off while it sits in your inventory, um, yeah, and it's cool. And you have to wash yourself. You have to you have to wash your, yourself and your clothes because, um, like, people like you could you know you could be in combat and be you know be victorious and be covered in blood. Go up and talk to someone. They won't talk to you because you're covered in blood. Yeah, <laughs> like, oh, go away! <laughs> oh my god, they'll run away screaming or you know. Yeah. Um, and what you wear is really important. So if you're wearing just sort of ragtag whatever, sort of nobleman, they're going to tell you to fuck off. But if you dress a little bit nice, you know, it's, oh, you have a nicer sword than, a, you know, and a sheet, all these things kind of, it's it's very kind of 
D&D. Like, when you go into your inventory, you see all your stats, and, like, your charisma, and your speech, and everything's affected by what you wear, what you've got equipped, and how far progressed you are with those things. Uh, like, my charisma and my intelligence have gone up, because I, I underwent a quest where I, I went away, and I trained with a scribe, so that Henry can read now. Um, so that's cool. However... And this is where I say, like, everyone's really excited about all the, the those kind of mechanics of it, but they're confusing it for the quality of the game. Um, it is a very kind of bog-standard RPG. You go, you get a quest, you go, you do the quest. You get a reward. Um, yeah. There's nothing wrong with that, it's fine. It's just a lot of people, like, say there isn't. And it's like, non-linear stories, self-quests in multiple ways. And face the consequences of your decisions. I'm still reading from the Steam page. Um... At the moment, because again, it's a pretty huge game. Uh, like, apparently, like the first twenty hours are basically the first act, um, which is quite a compelling small story. Um, but, but yeah, apparently, so I'm like, I'm getting through that at the moment, and it feels quite linear at the minute. That said, you can just fuck off and go do something else. But it's exactly it's like it's no different to Skyrim or Oblivion, or I I can't really say The Witcher because The Witcher you kind of have to get on with it um, for everything else to progress. But you know it's just sort of yeah it's a bit it's a bit like that. You, and, uh, you still do have the choice to just fuck off and yeah, do stuff. but you know, but the yeah. game kind of closes itself off to you if you do that. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, it's 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 okay. Um, I sort of I don't know. It's just kind of I can't think where I was going initially. I sidetracked myself trying to make a point, which was a good point, but I sidetracked myself. Um, <laughs> <it's> <laughs> oh dear! Fuck sorry. Yeah, so it's it's no different to Skyrim in that. No, because, not really. Yeah. And I think yeah, everyone's sort of very excited about it. And it's just sort of it's like um, I I don't know. I'm I'm not sure. It's it's I can't. The combat is really complicated. I've got a mod that makes the combat slightly easier. It just mean it may it makes enemies a little bit easier to take on. Um, yeah. at least in the early stages of the game. Uh, and I've got another mod. I've been very naughty, Adam. Uh, there's the, someone because the 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 command console is available in the game, so someone has created a way for you to access items and do stuff. So I've got some nicer armor and nicer equipment than I should have at the point in the game that I'm at, and I've upgraded some of my skills and stuff using some command lines. Just not massively. Like I haven't made myself super overpowered. But I've made it so that you're not struggling so much. I'm not. Str- yeah, exactly. It's, it's sort of if it, if I had to equate it to, say, like World of Warcraft or something, old school World of Warcraft before the uh, level scaling was introduced. It's a little bit like I've gone off and I'm like five or six levels higher than I need to be. Like I'm not too big. I'm not like level forty in a level ten zone. Yeah. You know, it's like it's still a challenge because again, like it doesn't matter how much you upgrade the combat, your your combat stats. It's like it's a really tricky system. It's like you with the controller have to be good at it. Yeah, I imagine um, if uh, an enemy gets a good shot and they're starting oh, yeah, to kill yeah, you, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's still it's still there. I haven't broken it like I have done with one of my PC playthroughs of The Witcher, where I accidentally made Geralt way too OP, and it's just like. <laughs> It's sort of... Have I ever told you about that? No, I don't think so. My PC playthrough, I, 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 this is when... This is when, as you know, I can't, I start, I played The Witcher 3 the first time on Xbox, then I got it on PC and played through it a bit there, and then I got it on PlayStation, and, I, and then I played it through there on PlayStation all the way through. And then PC, I played it all the way through, and then when the DLC had, was coming out, I, um... I kind of I messed about with my PC version a bit. You command command console. I got some nicer gear and I bumped Geralt's stats up a little bit. And I just you know just give him. A, he's already very powerful, but like I wanted to make him even more powerful because I was getting annoyed where there were times where like there'd be a group of bandits and sometimes they'd get the better of me for no reason. 
Like, <laughs> just, just other than you being terrible. <laughs> no, no, but literally, it would it would be like you dodge out of the way, and then it's just kind of like it was kind of just quirks of the game. Again, you got to remember this is like more than two years ago now. This yeah. is when the game was still early. There was still a couple of bugs in it where it's like. You dodge out of the way and their sword would still hit you for some reason. Like, they'd swing at the area where you had been and you'd still take damage just because the hitbox hadn't tracked properly. Yeah. So it's like elements like that, they kind of, they bothered me a bit. So I just, I bumped him up a little bit. I gave him, I tweaked my Geralt a little bit. So he was a little bit, he was just, he was as badass as you want him to be. You know what I mean? Um, And I accidentally overdid it. And so I ended up doing it. I didn't mean to. I got really fucked off because I can't undo it. And I, I, I got Garrett set up, so he's, he basically one-hit kills everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's more powerful um, than Garrett's supposed to be. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's just really annoying. Um, and I've, I've almost balanced it out a bit. Uh, and what is good is, what I did is I took that Garrett. And I took him into a new game plus, and things, for whatever reason, the stats got brought down a lot when I did that. Um, so he's still pretty... He's he's exactly where I wanted him to be when I was trying to do it. And now, so uh, I've been... Whenever I... If ever you see me pop up on Discord or whatever, playing The Witcher on PC, I'm going through that playthrough again. I'm up to heart of, heart of stone with that. Um, Good. Yeah. Because I worked out how after playing through the witcher 3 so many times i worked out how to power through the main story campaign in 21 hours i got it down to while hitting every single story beat all of the side quests getting all the really good armor and getting the good ending because <laughs> i just managed to work out in my brain i'd connected the dots of i need to go here before i go here because if i go there i get this bit of equipment and i get more xp so i'll level up quicker and if I go there, because like you learn the tricks as you're playing it, don't you? It's like, oh no, there's that bandit camp over there, and they've got that in their chest. It's like, well, I'll go do that then. And Actually, so, yeah, I never think of games in that way of maximising it to that extent. No, like, I don't. The, the, the leveling the, up and all that. It, the thing is, is I don't actively do it. It was only after the fact when I realised I got through the entire story in about in like twenty hours. I was like, that's pretty quick because it took me fifty to do it the first time. You know, yeah. it's, it's it's a big game, The Witcher Three. Yeah, and I did it. I in do think you speed up a, a lot just than the simple fact that you've got a mastery of the controls. Yeah, you've got that, and it's kind of the yeah. other thing is is I know the story and I know where it, where it's all going. Yeah. So it's like when I was playing it through on the PC, that that which was the second time. Fuck, I was even faster on the PlayStation Four. Um, when I yeah, when I played it through on the PlayStation, but uh, like I know the story. So I can skip through all the conversations because I already know what everyone's chatting about. I know what's going on. So I know who to trust. I know who not to trust. I know what happens if I do that versus if I do that because I've done it before. So it's just sort yeah. of it is sort of it's cheating without cheating. Um, and it's obviously you know it's how speedrunners do it. But obviously The Witcher's not a game to be spit to be played in that way. But yeah, um, no Kingdom Come. It's good. I want to play more of it. I go, like I've gone away and I think about it because I'm like I kind of want to go back to that world and I want to try some stuff out and I want to do this and I want to do a bit of that. And um, so yeah, I'm, I'm very. I'm, it's very cool. It's a cool game. It's a great, great. It's, it's pretty cool. I'm very excited about this. That I don't know if we mentioned it on the podcast. I don't even know if we talked about it. But someone already started making. There's a team that have already started making a Game of Thrones mod for it. Yeah, I've seen um, that. Yeah, so it's like I'm kind of I'm excited to see how that turns out, because um, you know I'm a fan of Game of Thrones. And I think that could be cool if implemented well. If they do it well, it's quite a good looking game. It's weird. It, it walks a line where sometimes I look at it and I think this is one of the best looking games I've seen in a long time, like you know I've seen in a while at least. And then there's other times where I go, hmm, this looks kind of dated. Uh, like there's moments where I look at it thinking this is what I remember Oblivion looking like. Um, but <laughs> yeah. it's, just, it's built on the cry engine and like all the foliage, all the forests and the tree, everything like that, it looks phenomenal. And like they've, like on, from an optimization standpoint, like the low distance for trees and bushes and stuff is great. It's, I haven't seen any popping anywhere. Um, and like the lighting is really good in it. And especially like nighttime looks like nighttime. Yeah. It's, it's 
That's quite a difficult thing to pull yeah, off. Yeah, it's like they've done it, and you look and you go, oh, fuck, it's dark, I can't see anything. It's like, oh, and you got to get a torch out. And it's like, and the torch is a little bit overpowering because it's this, you know, it's this blazing flame right next to your head. So it's like, yeah, it's good, though. So I like it, and I'm, I'm probably going to play some more of it later. Um, Are you wanting to touch on the controversies? Oh, about the CEO? Yeah. Well, well it, it reflects in the game as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's people that have been upset because there's no brown people in it. Yeah. Um, and obviously, one might think I'd be bothered by that, and I am because, like, it's it's quite well known these days that Europe has never been as white as everybody thinks it is. I love my favourite fucking line that Peter Capaldi ever said in Doctor Who, episode three of series ten. They're on the frozen Thames, and Bill's then she's really worried about going out because she's like, slavery's still a thing. And he's like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> but they get down, and she's like, oh, just, you know, like 16th century London's a lot blacker than you think, than, you know, you think, than you know, in the movies and TV shows. And the doc says, oh, history, it's a whitewash. <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah. it is. Um,. I I understand why people are upset, but at the same time, given the context of the game, um, it's like you're not in Central Europe. You're not in the areas where kind of elements of the Ottoman Empire and, and, you know, Cumans and Turkish and, you know, Constantinople and stuff, you know, you're not really... You're in the sticks of Bohemia. It's like there's not going to be many people of colour out there. Um, although that said, part of the forces who are kind of invading with this whole big civil war conflict, the, the, one of the brothers, I can't remember who it is, they've enlisted mercenaries from the Cumans. Um, and it's just sort of, they are kind of represented as these barbaric others, you know, us versus them mentality is very, very okay. prominent. Throughout yeah, the, the the classic. You know, the they live outside of this area, so they're barbarians. Yeah, they're Romanized um, in that sense. A little bit, and it's kind of and the way that they're shown in in they're very violent. And I the thing is, is at the moment, for all I know, I might get further into the game, and we might meet a few. And it's like, oi, you bloody, you pillaged my village, and they'll just be like, hey man, it wasn't me. I'm just here selling stuff. You know, so I don't know. If, I don't know yet because um, I've kind of I heard a bit about these the controversy and I kind of stayed away from it a bit if I'm honest just because I couldn't because it was it was just another one too quickly after the Black Panther one I couldn't be bothered with it uh, it's been bubbling away for quite a while yeah because I mean um, the game's been in like closed beta for years because it was a kickstarter wasn't it yeah I think so for a really so long time it's been quite well known I think for a while yeah. talking about it and it, it's one of those you it's difficult because you know the I can't I can't remember his name or how to pronounce his name. Uh, this the CEO of Warhorse yeah. Studios or whatever whatever his title is. The, he's creative director of the game. I think mm. uh, he's been saying you know as you said you mentioned you know they've consulted with you know plenty of leading historians for that era in that area. You know all Bohemia. Yeah. They're talking about just that place in that time and that's. You know, it's a part of his history that doesn't really get told and he wants to talk about that and they've consulted with experts and everything else and that's what they've said. Yeah. And then there's other people saying, yeah, but those experts are well-known people to be biased. For, for taking that stance yeah. as opposed to some of these other experts who disagree with that. And mm. It's a never-ending kind of merry-go-round in that sense. Um, yeah. Because I kind of... The real unfortunate thing is we have no way to know. Yeah, but without an actual TARDIS, <laughs> we can't really tell. But like I said, I forgot where I parked it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's one of those. I kind of take the point as well as I know. Obviously, they're white, and there's plenty of white fucking culture everywhere. But there's he's talking about a, a very specific bit of it that yeah, doesn't yeah. that isn't w- widespread. It's not another story about America or another story about you know fucking England or even the Crusades or something that's well known that everyone's fucking heard of it's Mm. a place called Bohemia (laughs) 
you know, at that specific time that I don't really know an awful lot about. No. And it's the same with, you know, when The Witcher was through that kind of controversy. So you go, well, it's a bit of Polish culture mm. that they're exploring and they've been faithful to, you know, the books and how the world and that's yeah. pre- presented, which isn't particularly culturally representative of many other groups, but it's representative of specifically yeah. that group not all white people <laughs> yeah as well as well yeah. though because the thing the thing is is in like the witcher 3 especially it's kind of like when other races do show up you know they are presented it's like there's the ophiris the ophiris the yeah, yeah yeah there's there's so much attention to detail of the culture and the world that they come from within the witcher universe yeah you know obviously it comes from the books I see the project read of been very very faithful to that and it's handled really well and you meet them and it's like some of them are pricks and some of them are really nice just like any other people in the world um no, exactly you know it's just like it's kind of handled differently the other thing is is that it's like cd project it's they then they're not there they, it's not like they're trying to defend the whitewashing of history they're just going it's a fictitious world that's the world it's whatever and then and even then it's sort of like they're all really nice people at CD, at CD Projekt yeah and it's like you know it's like if, you know you watch the Noclip documentary they're a pretty diverse development team and studio um, yeah people from all around the world working there for them you know and working yeah. on their games so it's and it's like, just the, the, the representing you know a, a fictitious world exactly. created by a, a Polish author yeah. based on Slavic cultural influences exactly and, exactly and things so, like that so it's that thing whereas with this one it's like well no it's based in reality yeah and the matter of fact is I, I do agree with the other historians here where it's like yeah, there were probably brown faces around there but at the end maybe, of the day, maybe not very many. Maybe not. Yeah, maybe not very many. Yeah, but it's it's impossible to know, really. Yeah. For us, because we are not experts, and then you take one expert and then ask a different one, you get a different answer. It's exactly. just fucking. It's a never-ending merry-go-round. But I don't think his courting of the controversy has been yeah. particularly helpful either. And as well, supposedly um, behind the scenes, he's a bit right leaning with these views yeah um and you know it's that it's that tricky thing where my stance on it my justification for when i bought it because i you know i had that in mind when i was buying it my kind of thinking is was kind of it's like he's just one cog there and it's like i'm sure he doesn't represent the entire team that has made this game and it's that kind of thing where it's like it's yeah. about separating the art from the artist in, in 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 to some degree, which I know is something that a lot of people have been. Yes, that's a big discussion that's been going yeah. on. That, that seems to be recently. one of the biggest philosophical debates that's been happening. Should you or shouldn't you do that? Yeah, and it's just like at the end of the day, it's a video game, and like I said, with the mod support, if it's such a big fucking deal for people. I sh- I'm sure someone will make a mod that will add coloured people to the game. You know, yeah. it's like if it's such a big, big deal, and it's like I know, I know there might be some people who say, "Alfred, why aren't you more bothered by this? You're a person of colour," but it, it, I'm just not. And maybe it's just because I've been conditioned by years of exposure to the whitewashed history that's been thrown in our faces through popular culture. Um, I think you know, as well is the scale. That yeah, it kind of as I said, they're talking about one specific wee place. Yeah, it's, just it's not, spitty. it's not, it's not like the whole of Hollywood doing it to fucking yeah. absolutely everything, which is a different problem. Yeah, exactly. Like if, if say for example, let's say same game, super realistic RPG set in medieval Europe, but they set it in Italy, right? Yeah. I'd be I'd be concerned then because Italy has long been you know let's same time period fourteen hundreds fifteen hundreds so Italy had a lot of different cultures yeah, going well, on it there. Ruled especially the fucking, like it ruled the yeah. fucking world for centuries before exactly that. it's like it was a <laughs> cultural hub yeah. for the world you know and it's a yeah. sort of that if we go that it's a pro, it's one of the problems I do have with. Assassin's Creed 2 and Brotherhood it's like everyone there is just kind of 
it, it, I feel like Ubisoft skirted the line because they basically gave everyone a Mediterranean tan, so you can't ever really say. But it's <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. But um, yeah, but everyone it, has the same <laughs> Mediterranean yeah. tan. Yeah, it's sort of it's almost like they Simpsons it. It's just like everyone's yellow, so no one's yellow. <laughs> yeah, it's like you know what I mean. Everyone but, um, has liver problems. <laughs> everyone has liver, everyone's got jaundice, but, <laughs> but um. Yeah, it's it's kind of if, if if we were talking about it there, then yeah, I'd probably be more concerned about it. But at the moment, right now, now I'm just enjoying the video game. Oh, um, that's fair. Uh, it's, we're hardly going to make the difference, just the two of us. I we're know, not going to we'll, decide for the whole world that the problem's been solved. <laughs> we, we fixed uh, it. We did. <laughs> uh, any other points about the game? Um. How do you find lockpicking? Oh, I, I've got a mod that means I don't have to do it. <laughs> uh, I think that's probably the most popular mod from yeah. what I can gather. Um, fucking hell. I tried a different mod that basically was the, the idea is that it made the lockpicking a little bit more simple. It gives you like more of a guide of where to go when you're doing it. Um, unfortunately, all that did was break the lockpicking in the game. And then when I removed it, it still didn't work, so I installed the one that removed the lock picking altogether, so you just press and hold a button. Yeah, and um, it opens. <laughs> yeah, which is... Uh, again, I know some people are going to be upset about that. They're like, my realism! I don't care. That, that, um, that's one of the beauties about mods like that in this yeah. sort of game. Those Let's little play it how I want to play it. Yeah, those little elements that you don't protect personally give a crap yeah. about, you can alter yeah. to make it more enjoyable. Um, yes, I've done that. Uh, it's what I was going to talk about earlier, about the, like, everyone's so excited about this attention to detail in the game. However, the game fails to recognise certain things that you do. For example, when I, I mentioned earlier about one of the quests I did, I went to a scribe and I spent a few days with him, and uh, it's all done in a nice little cutscene, little montage. I learned to read. Yeah. Um, and then I went off and I did another quest, and part and part of like the main quest, basically, the, the current main quest... And part of it required I had to go and talk to the local scribe in the town and have a look at the records to find out the name of this guy because he had a record here and I'm trying to track him down. Um, so you go and then you have to it's a whole little fetch quest. Got to go get some ointment because this guy's got bad joints, um, and he'll let you he'll he'll let you he'll show you the record. So he gives you the book. He goes, "Here's the book. Have a look." Oh, rhymed. And I open it up, and in the game. You go to the book and you turn through the pages and I, and now and I can read all the pages because I've learnt to read. Henry's got that skill. But in the context of the quest, the game didn't acknowledge it. So I read it, but the quest never updated. And the objective marker remained on the scribe. So I went and talked to him. And the first option that comes up in dialogue is, can you read it for me? I don't know how to read. <laughs> and I was just yeah. like, yes, you do. We just spent 50 groschen which is the currency. It, I, we just spent that and spent three days learning to read. It's like, I we can even do Latin. just through a fucking five-minute montage of yeah, you learning. it's like, <laughs> it just, it's, it kind of, it's kind of pissed, that, that, that bothered me, and there is little things like that that keep coming up. And it's sort of, it's just those little things where I've done something before the game expects me to do it, so it doesn't account for it. Um, yeah, and again, yeah. it's this is one of those things where there are small development team so they can't account for everything you're going to do but I would have thought that this particular issue would have been thought of early on because the the, the quest to go and learn to read from the scribe kind of presents itself very early you have a conversation with someone and one of the options is do you know where I can learn to read and they say oh there's this scribe he lives out here go talk to him and then it's there for you to go and yeah. do so either they need to have gateway that Mm. to beyond the point where it would clash with the main story stuff or yeah. build it into the system that it recognised the fact that you'd gained that skill. Yeah, because all it would really... Because what I would have thought would have happened is I open the book, I find the page with the information on, I leave the book, and then the object, the objective should have just updated. And, like, the quest information should have just been, like, oh, in little yeah. objective marker comes, tick, read the records. Yeah. And then maybe if there's a conversation option with the scribe, you say thanks for letting me read it and then yeah. maybe he there's an offhanded bit where he goes oh 
pe- blacksmith's son knows how to read. And it's like, yeah, I know what I'm about, mate. <laughs> but, yeah, eh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. <sighs> it's, no, I it's a game I've thought about maybe getting at some point. But I've been, yeah, I've been quietly think... waiting for, you know, updates and bug fixes yeah, and stuff to, to get to it. Here's the thing, is from what I've been reading, because I haven't really been having any issues with it performance-wise, but as we know, I've got a stupidly overpowered computer when it comes to playing games. Yeah. Uh, or, you know, from a, the creative work. Um, I, from what I've, from what I understand, apparently it doesn't run so well on other PCs, unless you've got the bee's knees. Um, yeah. But my recommendation would be to get it on the PC. Given yeah, what I've then you seen and read on, on on it with the console version, um, I think for the mod the, support like, alone, just because yeah. you can do those quality of life things like remove the fucking lock picking. Yeah, it's not even a long winded process of doing the mods. It's literally you go into one of the data. There's the data folder that's got some bits in it, and you literally just drop some pack files in there, and that's it. You drop one little file in, and there, there's the mod. It's installed. It's yeah. like it's painless. It's the most painless installation of a mod I've ever experienced. Um, <laughs> I'm not even joking. It really is. If you like this episode of the Rattle On podcast, be sure to let us know by tweeting us at Rattle On Pod or send us an email to rattleonpod at gmail.com. Tell your friends, leave us a review, and until next time, peace out. <laughs> <laughs>